everyone. Welcome back to Gab with Gwen. This is episode 39. Um, I have the MVP, the VIP, Miss Slim in, actually not in the building. Not in the building. Times <laughs> have changed, y'all. It's the apocalypse. I'm calling <laughs> from my bomb shelter right now. Coronavirus 19 2020. Oh my God. It's kicking everybody's ass. Yes. So, or at least it's kicking my 401k's ass. Lord have mercy. You're looking at it. I refuse to look. I won't look. Oh no 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 no. I have to. I have to look. Why? I, to look. I, I mean, I'm not going to sell anything. I just have to see how much bleeding. I can't look at it. I just know. I know that just seems like putting myself in a heart attack for no reason. I want to give it like six months, and I'm going to be like, okay, let me look at what happened. Well, you know what? I look because I was putting like let's say 11 percent of my salary in. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I, I'm changing my contribution. I'm going, I'm knocking that down a little bit. Well, you're not supposed to really. You're supposed to keep it because you're young enough. They're supposed to weather the storm. Um, just so y'all know, it's my birthday this week and I'm, I'm turning 41. So I'm not that young. You're young. Okay, girl, unless you're like 55, um, <laughs> uh, you are young enough. So <laughs> you are right, young maybe enough. I'll knock it back up. Maybe I'll knock it back up. Um. So you should, yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're like, unless you're like six, you, unless you're getting close to retirement age, um, you're supposed to just weather the storm. It, this is, it's, it's a, it's a gamble. It goes up and down and you're supposed to weather it. I know. I know. It's just, I know. So you're saying put it back up to 11%. I, unless you need the money for something personally, you should, you should unfortunately leave it Um, now the only thing i would say is if you know and this is a weird okay this is not even what we were going to talk about but we just started talking about it but (laughs) unless it is um like you know some people have things in like very volatile uh industries now the thing is that it's tricky because technically you could say well isn't everything volatile right now but um you know unless you have something that's like extremely like super esoteric and unique that like no one uses and you knew it was like super risky then I'd be like okay yeah right but if you have like if you're diversified then you just gotta let it ride all right that's listen that's Gwen's financial advice (laughs) well we're starting off right we're starting off with the money Uh, true 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 I don't know if I'm gonna be laid off I don't know if I'm gonna get paid you don't know what's happening anymore I know it's it's wild I know. It's crazy, girl. I cannot believe this is happening. It's, um, so, okay. So, anyway, so we're here, you guys. <laughs> so, I had already said. And on that note. <laughs> I know. So, a couple episodes ago, I, listen, we were trying to meet up, but that was when, after there was, like, um, the first. What, uh, the synagogue outbreak? Notification of, like. Well, no, the, the the first notification that I had personally that there had been within my vicinity, I don't have to get into the details, uh, but you know the details, but uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> listen, we knew that I was in the vicinity of someone. And so mm. there had to be like um, a pause where I was like, oh, you know, where like things have to get cleaned and all this stuff when someone tests positive. So I was like, oh, right. shit. And it was like the day before you're supposed to come over. So I was like, OK, no. And then that's just when it had started to come to New York. It yeah. started out in Westchester, then came to the city. Now New York City is the epicenter of the United States. Of pandemic. course. Of course. 
So what do you, we've talked about this offline, but you know things have progressed a lot, obviously, in the last couple of weeks. So you just thoughts. What do you think? So we're New Yorkers here. What do you think of, you know, Corona, COVID-19 and like well, the U.S. response? Well, I, I got to give it to Cuomo. I think he's holding it down. True. I think he's being decisive. I see leadership. I see. I just see. I, I go, why isn't he running for president? Well, this could be the stepping stone. I mean, yeah. look, it, this is what this is the kind of thing that happened that put Giuliani on the map, right? September 11th, right? So when there's a time of crisis, yeah. if you show decent leadership, you get the respect and the accolades where in the visibility. Yeah. So I really, I really kudos to him. But when I go for my walk, my social distance walk, I don't talk to anybody or hold anybody's hand or. Walking any dog, I can't figure out why these people are still playing soccer in the park. <laughs> I'm like, do they not talk about coronavirus in Spanish on Telemundo? Stop it. Stop it. Yes, they do. Stop it. <laughs> um, listen, it's, it's worldwide. The, the, the problem is, and I think the problem that the people in Europe are finding and where we're going to find in America is that we are not obedient societies, okay? So I feel like in Asia, although it started it's, in Asia... But they it's have, communist, so they, they can lock it down. Well, I'm not going to say just because it's communist, but just culturally, I think it's just people who are more likely to follow the rules because that's like the culture, plus the communist piece, but not just them. Korea's not, right? Uh, South right. Korea's not, neither is Japan. And they were also able to get their populations under control because it's just a more orderly society in which people will listen to the rules of the government. Not that China is super orderly, it's not. But people will follow instructions of the of the government right. if told. We are the wild, wild west and we're like, fuck that. This is a hoax. This Ooh. ain't real. Wait, wait, wait. Come what on. do you think about our little millennials, though? I think it's, it's not only them. I think it's a combination of, um, first, the president came out saying it was a hoax. But outside yeah, of him, true. I'm not blaming. It's crazy. I find my mom is like, oh, it's because of Trump. I said, no, it's not. I am on social media, and I see people in all age groups saying, taking, not taking it seriously. All right. The only people who are probably taking it seriously are, well, should be, or more likely to be baby boomers because, you know, they're yeah, people with 401ks. Um, well, no, because of their vulnerable population age wise, although more than 40 percent of the cases of Corona in New York are not people <laughs> who are over, you know, over 50. So it, it's kind of, I think, a little bit of a misnomer because this is still new. But honestly, I think. Half the population thinks it's bullshit. It's the flu. I can tell you I've been on customer calls where I've heard people say snide remarks. They're really? Are, yes, I've been Wait, on... Wait, where are they calling from? Okay, sometimes my there's a lot of people from different places on the call. I don't remember. They're like, oh my God, it's just the flu. It's just a big deal. I can't believe... you know. I've, I've, oh, I know why. I was on the call. It was different people from different locations. But one group of people were from San Francisco. So I was mm. like, how is it You know, with your lockdown? Because we were actually talking and then their phones went off. Like, you know, when you get the alert, everyone gets the alert. Um, yeah. And so they got an alert, like, hey, the weekend's coming up, the lockdown's in effect, you know, make sure you socially distance, blah, blah, blah. So that's what they, what they told us. And I can't remember where the other person was from. She wasn't from New York or San Francisco. And she was like, oh, it's just a flu. Can you believe this? So some people, a lot of people 
legitimately feel that way. They think it's a hoax. I've seen people online giving all types of conspiracy theories that they're oh, trying gosh. to do like martial law and they're trying to take away our rights. Oh, and don't God. you want, yeah, don't well, you know these? Well, they did say gun, gun sales were going up. Yeah, well, that's it because people feel like the food's going to run out and the people <laughs> going to roll up on your house and steal your toilet paper and your food. Okay, so I've seen all types of like, this is just a flu. I can't believe people are acting like this. The flu kills more people. I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's just not the flu. And y'all keep saying that and no one's paying attention that the flu has been around forever. And this is. I mean, they're right. The flu does kill like it killed a lot of Americans. But this you don't know who a carrier is. You don't know who the carrier is. We're still gathering information because it literally popped up in December, right? right? So this is not like something they have tons of research on. And right. let's keep it funky. Like what I've, if I look at the news and the way the trajectory is like, you know, Europe, Italy, and Spain are the epicenter right now globally, but their numbers have surpassed China. I don't believe that shit. I honestly think that it's worse than what China's saying. Oh, absolutely. China's not going to give us the real numbers. And and real talk, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but also our country is also trying to downplay the numbers. That's why the testing, the number of tests has not been available for everyone readily. Oh, yeah. So I think we're getting a true view of the real effect of Corona by watching what's happening in Italy and Spain. Right. right? I don't and think... New York, for that matter. Yeah, but our... New York, you're not because we still don't have enough tests. They're not testing as much as people are in Europe or like they did in Korea. I could have swore I heard on the news that a test was going to be readily available by the end of this week. They've been saying that every week. Yeah. I want to know how all these ball players would be getting that test. Well, let's talk about that. So let's talk about people who have gone to hospitals or wherever in the local area. So like New York, New Jersey, tri-state area and have been turned away from getting kits. Mm. Okay. But who had symptoms, but didn't have every single symptom on the list. So right. because there aren't enough kits, they have to like ration it essentially, like tests. However, all these athletes and celebrities with yeah. no symptoms are getting tested. And of course, the athletes aren't going to show any symptoms because they're fit. So, but but let's talk about that. So, what is that? What does that demonstrate from an American societal perspective? Well, it just definitely shows us like our obsession with celebrity culture. Explains a lot why Trump is in office. True. Like, like we value celebrity more than people's health. Well, we value celebrity and people with money, right? So people with money right, and access right. can jump the line, and then regular folks, you know, are being turned away. And so, that's all cute, but the regular folks are out there with the masses. So we really don't in the United States actually have a true sense of the spread, like because we really they're not enough. If if New York is only testing like five or ten thousand, I don't think we've gotten up to ten thousand tests a day. Come on, how many millions of people? We don't have any true idea, and yeah, that could be part of the stupid plan, unfortunately, um, because with you have the president calling it the Chinese virus. Oh, wait, I heard someone said it was the Kong flu. Kong yeah. flu. I know. That was from his cabinet or something. Can you believe yeah. that? So, what does that tell think, you? If he's my, my now, nephew wouldn't say something like that. Well, if he's saying that and also he's been called on it and checked and he doubled down. Like oh, the yeah. media has 
checked and reporters have. And he was like, no, fuck you. It's not racist. And it's a Chinese virus. I was like, Sorry? But is it the, it's the same thing when he said, like, the immigrants are bringing over all the drugs and all the rapists. Like, who else is he going to blame? Should we really be that surprised? But what are the... To me, the blame game is deflection. Of course. Right? It's deflection from us. And I said this in the first solo episode I did. We had... The difference between us and China and anyone in Asia and whatever is that we had the heads up, we were watching what was happening. Yeah. And we didn't do shit, right? And I still don't understand why we didn't do shit, because this is not 1492. Where yeah, it takes it's a global months. economy. Yeah, like, it's not months on a boat. Like, it's just a flight, you know what I mean? So I don't understand why we stood back. And because now it's ramping up, you want to Well, gaslight. do you think part of the problem was China wasn't very honest with with how many people were dying and how many people were getting infected? I don't know, because to me, we knew, like, it was bad. We knew it was bad. Like, obviously, it's worse than whatever the Chinese government says, but we knew it was bad. And people, you know, Americans, again, the same cowboy, wild, wild west mentality, thinking it can't happen to us, so they didn't care. And so it was like, okay, well, that's y'all. Well, I just don't see what the big deal is about sitting at your house for two weeks. Like... Most people are on their phone streaming shows anyway. Why can't people just sit their ass down for two weeks and chill out? Well, I think, well, a few things. I So just to close on that, I, I think we got caught with our pants down. And because of that, the president and stuff, you know, I think that's why America, first of all, is very disjointed from a state versus federal level. Right. So it's right. very hard to organize anything. And so I think we just are not going to have a true sense of the numbers partially by design and partially by like the disjointed nature of our society and government structure. Hmm. So we're just not going to really have a true sense of it, but it's also partially by design because now the new narrative is that this is a Chinese virus. Although look at what's going on in Europe. Like, okay, does it matter? Cause China contain allegedly contains their shit. Yeah, unlike, yeah. you know, Italy and Spain who can't get under control and the UK has been a shit show too. So, um, well, I, I, what what yeah. did you think of Trump's banning? I think he banned everybody but the UK, and I was thinking, like, what the? The UK has it too. What what point does that serve? I thought that was crazy, and I I thought it was crazy because while he was doing that, I'm reading news about Jamaica, and the first cases that came into Jamaica were from the UK. Ah, so I'm like, wait, hold up, you're saying they need to come to America, <laughs> and I'm seeing. The UK infecting other countries. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So that was just, you know, friendship, homeboys. That's all. So um, dumb. And the so UK dumb. also doesn't have a good wrap around it either. They haven't put the control. They, you know, they also have uh, well, I a mean, prime their minister. Their prime minister is that Boris guy. Yeah, their prime minister is like a similar a profile to, to Trump. So being, being silly. Uh, so, you know, I, I think we it's going to take a while more than two weeks because first of all half the people are not really abiding by the quarantine or social distancing or anything and then the other half is that our societal structure is just not even set up to support it in terms of staying home for two weeks um like i said i think one people don't like to listen um and then we are also taking for granted that there's certain professions and things where, you know, if you're an Uber driver or yes. whatever or not, yeah, 
they really, you know, this is their livelihood for the, if you're a security guard, how are you going to stay home for two weeks? Well, let's, let's talk about that. How do you feel about this, I guess, income package or these checks that they're about to pass out? Well, I want to know who gets them and how do they decide who gets them? Well, I think if you're making more than $75,000 a year, you're not going to get them. Oh, okay. So you're out. Then... <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't think this thing's going to work for me. Um, which is fine, I guess. Uh, but it's like, I don't mind if it goes to the the Uber drivers or the waitress. I mean, I think some people are going to try to scam it. Exactly. Um, the other thing is that depending where you are in the country, $1,000 is going to go a lot further than it is like... In New York City. Yeah. If you're in New York, if you're in San Francisco, LA, it's like, okay, well, this Boston, this is not going to do anything for you. Uh, or it's not going to do much. It's not going to make much of a dent. Um, you know, and it's... it's I Look, there's a need. I get it. Like, they're trying to hedge the bets against a depression. Yeah. Um, I think... What is interesting and what, listen, in any time of an economic downturn, there are always people who are going to try to innovate and make money or mm. in that time. I think it's challenging us, just like it's challenging us right now. Today, we had a whole hard time trying to get the podcast together remotely. Yeah. yeah. It's challenging society to do work in different ways. Well, usually, usually, though, this is where the creative genius is supposed to come out. Yeah. So let me see what you got, innovators. Yeah, I think we have to see what really happens. I mean, I also think some of certain things are, I don't know, like Amazon. I'm just looking right now. I'm trying to buy some distilled water and I cannot get any distilled water shipped to me for like two weeks. And I actually need it right now. Mm. And, you know, the store shelves are empty. Yeah. I have questions about supply chain management. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's an issue. Yeah, I, ha- I really have questions like Walmart, which is supposed to be, um, you know, like the the excellent at supply chain management. You know, they're also having issues. And I'm, I'll try to get my sister. My sister is an engineer. We, we talked about this in more detail about like consumer products and goods and how it really works. And I said, you know, I sh- her view was that they're able to stock the shelves, but people are going to the stores and take them off before the stuff can even go on the shelves. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, but so do we need to manufacture more stuff? Like, I don't understand. Like, well, I think like, let's say my little, my little key foods down the corner, they're limiting how much a family can buy one toilet tissue pack per family, one gallon of milk per family. That's how it operates. Yeah, they're doing it, but a lot of people aren't. I see stuff on social media where people have carts of like 20 packets of like, 50 rolls of toilet paper. Oh, I, I, just, I just think that's that's crazy. So I, I, I And then just, you have to keep in know. mind, like for us, since I work in the retail end, we're, we shut down all of our retail stores and it's like, okay, so it's going to domino effect into shutting down our warehouses because then you can't deliver the goods. Yeah. But then the I wonder. Because people you don't want the warehouse open, right? Yeah, but I also wonder, is this a time to innovate? So, you know, you know, the designer Christian Siriano? Yeah. He has like, he's in touch with Governor Cuomo and is going to repurpose his facilities to start creating masks. Oh, okay, great. Right. So I do think there are opportunities, like I said, like shifting, right? So 
we, in, instead of people getting scared, I know it's easy to be scared, right? Because it's like, man, this came out of, not out of nowhere, but it's unexpected to a certain extent in your livelihood. And most people don't have, you know, three, six, nine months of savings in America. No, but most people live paycheck to paycheck yeah. in the United States. So it's trying sure. to figure out what can you do differently, you know, to switch it. And I would like to see companies do that. So like Christian Siriano, he's a designer, right? But he's going to make surgical masks. Okay. Right. I, I think that's brilliant. Right. I think, like there's a need. Um, and, and the crazy thing is that, you know, most things are manufactured in China, but hold up. They're, they're not going to give us masks first. They need that shit first. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we, as people who've now outsourced manufacturing need to no, think about, true. Hey, bring the jobs back, bring jobs back. Or like, okay, here's a great opportunity. Like just a, a pilot of like, okay, switch to manufacturing right now in America and see how it could benefit you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that's brilliant and we need other, like somebody, please, I need some Clorox wipes. Can somebody make some? (laughs) I need somebody to make these things. Well, maybe this is the time to come up with your own organic Clorox wipes. Well, they, I don't know if I want them to be organic. I need them to be toxic to kill, (laughs) to kill Corona. (laughs) I don't know if I want to think organic right now, but, um, like somebody make legit, I don't know. How do you make? alcohol like rubbing alcohol oh my god somebody make it like well, I don't know but then uh, they said a lot of like uh dis- like i don't distilleries in georgia were now starting to use their alcohol to make hand sanitizer exactly that's what we need right yeah so that's what i want to see like some shift some innovation there too and yeah i know it might not be long term but you could you know who knows you made a new side hustle something but yeah. like wipes hand sanitizer all this stuff like things that people are really needing right now mm-hmm. um that should create some level of jobs like you don't have to close everything if you just switch a little bit shift a little bit so people can still work and you're also meeting like the demand right because the spending patterns are different shifting yeah now. yeah yeah um but you know we need stuff i need wise people and distill water damn it <laughs> Okay. Oh, an emergency. Okay, so you know the little oh, things. Oh, I can't find emergency anywhere. Girl, it's no way. And, and the worst part is that I have some, I shouldn't even say it, I have some on my desk at work, but damn it, I can't go to work. I know. Well, you know what? I Because they keep a little, I shouldn't say this, but they keep a little supply closet at work. Mm-hmm. And hey, I might still or take five emergencies at once. Look. And I don't have that anymore. Yeah, I was like, I don't have no emergency. I have like a good box at work. I don't have anything. And I've been, that's what I've been trying to do. Have me a little, every time I feel a little tickle in my throat. Yeah, that's, that shit works. That shit works. Yeah. I was like, because I don't know. So I, I know, listen, that's not going to solve problems for everyone. But I just think there are opportunities. If the companies, instead of like complaining and they're closed, like shift a little bit. Um, there's a demand. Yeah. And there, there's put, a demand. Yeah. And, and do that you know i'm sure like ups and fedex they're they're still busy because everyone doesn't want to go to stores you know you're buying stuff online that's what i but i can't figure out why ups stock is down i don't know either that's weird ups stock is down like pfizer's down like the pharmaceuticals should be popping right now well no they're down because they don't they don't have anything well they need to come up with something (laughs) well okay so the other thing is a light you know what's his name what's that president's name that we have cheeto he was saying something about a malaria drug that he wants to repurpose and all this stuff oh lord yeah and i'm like, like look typically if you're starting something from scratch the the life cycle um of drug development to market is 17 to 21 years 
Gwen has lived very many lives. I've worked at a pharmaceutical company mm-hmm. at one point. Um, so it's, you know, that's not easy from scratch. Um, right. So if you're doing, if they're trying to see if there's something that exists that they could lift and shift, then maybe, you know, that's shorter. But, um, you know, the life cycle of, you know, you have to do clinical trials, the drug development, that's not a quick thing. Yeah, but he's, look, he's he's reaching for straws right now. I know. Because I mean, he got caught with I, his pants look, down. I wish for everybody's good, the whole malaria idea would work out. I, at least not a scientist, and there's no science actually backing this up. So, um, it's going to take a while. So the, the Okay, stock... so let me, where did he get this cockamamie idea from then? Who knows? He's just saying shit. Who, who cares? What he's, <laughs> like, y'all really be paying attention to him? Like, the thing about all of this... <laughs> Is that when people keep talking about him, I'm like, oh, my God, does he matter? I'm so confused. Because who I care about is Cuomo and de Blasio. Like, that's yeah. who I care about. Um, I don't care what he's saying, like, at all. Yeah. He's not going to well, give me. Cuomo, I feel secure if people would just listen to Cuomo. Well, how did you, how did you feel about Bill de Blasio keeping the schools open? He didn't keep them. Oh, he closed them. He only has. He closed them, but it, it was he was a little, it was a little contentious because I I could understand where he came from about the kids needing their breakfast and their lunch. Well, no, they still have so they still have schools like for sites open oh, if children true. need to get their breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. So they have those open for children to have food, um, but the schools have been closed and. Listen, it, it is hard to close a school. Like, you know, now I'm old and my parents are retired. But, like, if my parents were working full time and suddenly school closed, like, well, who's going to watch your kids? Right. So that is something to consider. But at I the mean, same token, if you have a bunch of sick kids, it doesn't help either. Yeah, but I think I, because I was like, oh, he's crazy for leaving them open this blog. But then he said, well, the kids are just going to go out and play with each other. So wouldn't it be better to have them in the classroom? And I, I thought to myself, he's got a valid point. Um, well, listen, everyone was hesitant to close things because people are, listen, it's, it's disruptive. It's disruptive. And, you know, they want to get under control. But as a last resort, you close things. So I... I get it. So I think things should have been closed earlier, but I also am not in a position. I have no children. It doesn't really impact me. How so, happy are you to be childless right now? So <laughs> listen, I, the crazy <laughs> part is so the whole working from home thing. Like I said, I, I yeah. usually do it once from t- one to two times a week. This is not a big change. I live alone. It's It's not a big deal. Any of this for me. But girl, people are going through it. I know, I know. Everybody with kids is really hating their kids right they about now. They hate their children. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on like, calls. I hear children in the background. Leaving me alone. People, the, the, my sister's like, she can't handle it. She can't make it. <laughs> girl, it is. Um, shout out to the parents out there. Shout out to all the childless people who are able to nap during the day. <laughs> well, I can't nap during the day, but. Uh, Oh, no, I got me such a good nap. What day was that? Saturday? And you know why? Because I didn't have any badass children asking me, when we going back to school? When we going back to school? When we going back to school? Yeah, people are, ooh. The stuff, they're they're upset that their children are eating all the food all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shout out to the breeders. You know those kids are probably wasting all that toilet paper. Yeah, the children use all the toilet paper. They're probably making mummies out of themselves. Halloween costumes. That's probably why they had to buy 65 rolls at once. It's, yeah, they, it's, yeah, so shout out to all the parents, you know. No, shout out to us 
We're keeping our Yeah, but we're the minority. So look, they're they're what? they're having a hard time. Oh, and the other thing, people with their spouses at home all the time. They're they oh, hate each other. Yes. Like But see, they- you know what? The good thing about this, and this goes for the economy, our healthcare system, our we, we're seeing the cracks in everything. We're seeing the cracks in people's relationships. We're seeing their cracks in parenthood. It's showing the light. I know, but it's too much to fix. I mean, shit, people want to go to back to normal. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of like, thank you for Corona for keeping it real. I know that sounds horrible, but you see you see things as it really, you know, we see where our, our breaking points are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So let I mean, me I, ask you this. After all, like Trump, all he had was the economy, the economy, economy. Do you think he can still pull off a victory in in November? Yes, I do. Mm, Why is that? I think all this, he did, this just needs to look, China took like two months, you know, to get it under control. If we get this under control by May, June, which I think we will, Mm -hmm. um, people have a short memory. Mm, That's true. And then he'll be like, then he's going to take, then he's going to take credit. Look what I did. Oh, yeah. Well, he did say he was a wartime president because yeah. of this. He's like, look what I did. I was able, no one's ever had to do with the pandemic and I did it in <laughs> China. So honestly, the, oh, from, Lord. the thing about it is that it's, it's a hard thing. Personally, like, you know, they had all the primaries going. I did not give a fuck what was going on in these primaries. I didn't care who was winning. I was like, yo, what's going on with Corona? Like, I just didn't care. I did. I did. Because I can't take no Bernie. Can't take no Bernie. I know. But I was just like, yo, whatever's happening, like, people, the polls, like, people are trying to, like, not get diseased right now. So I I just didn't really care, to be frank. I really didn't. Mm. And... I, I it took it, it it's a hard time because it is important, but a public health situation is more important. So oh. it took a shadow, and he had to be at the forefront because it's a public health situation. I think from a political standpoint, the Democrats should be using this opportunity to criticize him. They should be going yeah, in on him, yeah. and they're not. Yeah, they're not. Well, I think because the Democrats are trying to hammer out a plan to get some money to folks. Yeah, but do you have to choose your opportunity? Because what Mark Gwen's word today is Sunday, March twenty second. Two months from now, three months from now, Trump is going to beat his chest about how he's a wartime yeah, president. He's I a know, savior. But the Democrats he, aren't strong. Like that's not their strong suit. They don't, you know, they don't bring knives to their knife fight. That's they're the not problem. strategic. They're not strategic no, at all. No, they, they were. That's why we need Cuomo. Well, he's not for this right now. So, no. So, they're not strategic. It's not going to work. You know, so, he, yes, he's going to win. I said it again. Y'all don't believe in me. Yeah, he's going That's a damn shame. Biden, you know, Biden should be coming out talking mad shit about him. Yeah, he should be talking smack. Yeah. Like, but I think this, you know, it's probably like, it's, this is the time when we need to band together. They're trying to be respectful, and I get it. But actually, you, you got to come dirty sometimes. And this is the time where he actually is weak. And you need to just showcase it, showcase it, showcase it all the time. Yeah. But um, they're not. And so, you know, they, you know, hey, so that's Well, that. the way I look at it, if Americans are crazy enough to vote for this man again, then we get what we deserve. I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm very less concerned about him. I just want to see, like, can people comply <laughs> for us to be able to 
stop the, the spread. What's the other word? Flatten the curve. Right? Yes, yes. Flatten the curve. And, you know, we also need to get the testing capabilities up so we know what the fuck we're working with, which we still don't. Yeah. So, um, you know, these two-week bans, like, it doesn't help if you're not providing enough tests. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just have been slow and shitty as usual. So... But I think that speaks volumes of our healthcare system. It's healthcare, but it's government. Like some of it is, is, is it's a government setup. It's yeah. Some of it is that okay, they were Cuomo was trying to get labs approved in from another state, from the government, from the CDC. Like that's that's not health. You know, that's now a government agency. So mm-hmm. it, it it's showcasing yeah, the healthcare system's fucked up, but also we're disjointed like so the same people libertarians and all you republicans are like i don't want government i exactly. want little government state rights, state i don't want... well this is what also happened you don't have you have a very disjointed yeah. system yeah. right well, I, f- I think it's very cute that um the federal government is saying like well the governors need to to take more ownership and then the states are saying well they know the federal government should help i'm like you guys are the same people who like to brag about state rights state rights the federal government being in you know, invading. So let me see what you got, Mississippi. Yeah, it's, people are full of shit. Like, people are full of shit. The same people, and look, I'm not a Bernie person, you know, um, but the same people who are so against um, socialism or anything yeah. like that, they want this $1,000. Exactly. <laughs> they they want this $1,000, though. That's my problem with it. Y'all hate, y'all hate that, oh, you know, everybody on food stamps because they got five thousand no 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 same thing this is a government handout exactly so that's why i don't think we should nobody should get it so this is the whole so that's the whole thing you guys are so anti anti this oh the democrats everyone is all you know they're leftists and socialism da, da, da. now you're crying for your thousand dollars yeah you exactly so like come on you can't have it both ways you know, and it's 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 so crazy to me. I was like, as a person who will not qualify for this thousand dollars, um, like I do think people should get it. You know what I mean? It's like I still think people should get it. People need I, it. I get it. I want people, but I want the lower income, the people living check to check to get it. Yeah, but it's hard. You know, again, the same way we're disjointed, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be hard to coordinate it. Yeah, and, like I I think yeah. hourly workers, waitresses, bartenders, like they should get it. Well. We'll see, but what if you're like a, a waitress, but you have a side hustle, and, and then you end up you make over seventy five thousand because you have different side hustles. No, I think. See, I don't think you should get it. Yeah, but how are they going to know? I don't know. Like, actually, Wait, I don't really didn't care. Did everybody have to do their taxes? Like, everyone doesn't do month? their taxes. First of all, everyone doesn't do their taxes. Um, but and they things can change. See how I, much somebody brought in by like in twenty nineteen, and just go by that. Remember, everyone has it. Well, happy 2018 because tax season for 2019. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, everyone hasn't submitted. I, you know, I don't, I mean, look, give out the thousand dollars. I don't really care to be honest. What I, I just want it to contract so that we can get it under control. But so let me that ask you this do businesses you think people, can open and stuff like that. Do you think a thousand dollars to a certain percentage of Americans is actually going to help the economy right now? I think it will help keep some people afloat, right? Because the biggest thing is, okay, people can't pay their rent. People can't pay their mortgage. They can't pay their car payment, their light bill. Um, And, you know, that's different than like a credit card or something that's revolving. Like these are tangible things that people need. Um, 
And, you know, those companies are also like, shit, they feel like they're going to go into default too, right? Because people right, are going right. to, you know, it's going to have an impact on them too. So I, I think if, if it helps keep certain things afloat, like I know, I think maybe de Blasio is the one who, who he put like a three month hold where you can't evict people. Right. Um, right. 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 Yeah. I mean, th- I think that's fair. It's, it's, it's hard. And it's hard as, as a landlord. Look, I'm a landlord myself. Mm. So I shit, it is. Yeah. It's a domino effect. Yes. Yeah, a domino effect. It's hard because look, if my tenants stop paying rent, like I have a whole mortgage and I have a whole expensive ass rent that mm-hmm. I'm paying. And then it's like, well, shit, you know what I mean? I'm screwed. You need a source of income coming in too. Yeah. You know, yeah. you still, you still need it. Cause you still, you still have to pay your mortgage. So it is, it's not an easy situation. You know, I, if the thousand dollars can keep people afloat. Now the question will be, what do they spend it on? Will people right. be responsible or are you going well, to buy rims and Jordan has already said some people are going to spend it on hair and nails. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, daddy, that sounds a little, you know, racist. And he's like, no, it's true. He's probably right. No, true. (laughs) Are people going to pay their rent? Are they going to pay their light bill, their car note? Or or are they going to buy rims and Jordans and get their nails and their hair done? I know, because for some reason, people make, you know, they get a little thousand dollar check and they be acting like they rich up in here. That's what I'm saying. So is is that what you're going to do? If if that's what you're going to do. Then there's no point to send the checks. Well, no. I mean, listen, unfortunately, my mom always says the good have to suffer for the bad. Mm. So... Um, some people may use it properly, right? But other people are it just, it's not going to stimulate the economy in the way they're thinking it is. I know if I got a check, I don't think I'm going to, I think I'm like right at the cutoff. I think I, I would just save it. I wouldn't spend it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, unless you needed it, right? So, um, I wouldn't, but at the same token, look, say my tenants stop paying, then I can throw back to work. That's where the check is helpful. Yeah, like say my my tenants didn't pay, uh, you know, next month. Then okay, I could use that now. I can use that as my mortgage payment. That's great. That's better than me having to come out. I mean, but I think my issue is we don't have we don't know when this is going to end. So will it be another thousand dollars next month? Well, that's why to me the most important, like the stimulus, is just like a band aid. What's the most important is getting it under control. They need more tests. First and foremost, like that's my biggest thing. You need more yeah. fucking tests. Well, my thing, I think they need to, that crazy tax cut that they p- put in place. We need to get rid of that and use that money for more testing and building our healthcare system. So what does tax cut for what? For businesses? Which one? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Cause they, they got it. They look, they got a tax cut. They got a They got a great tax cut so they can keep employees on for you know the payroll a little bit longer because you got they're that nice that. juicy tax cut they're not going to do that i know they're not going to do that but they can't have it both ways they're going to try so uh, am i the only person worried about the national debt yes you are okay, okay. yes no one else okay. is just so you know okay <laughs> so i'm like i i don't want to sound like a republican but i'm like how are we paying for this how are we Paying for I mean, well, if you go call it stimulus checks, then it's, it's like fake, you know, it's just so no, nah, I mean, no, they're not. So it's just like doing the Band-Aid. It's going to come and get more testing. Well, see, this is why I think Biden might win, because I feel like a Democrat always wins when he's handed like a crappy country. It'll, Biden, it'll, I mean, it'll depend how things show. we don't know what's going to look like. So look, people. That's true. Um, that's true. 
Q1, Q2 earnings and like stock, all the stuff is going to be bad. I think um, Q3, it's really going to be like, what is shit looking like in September and October? It's going to be like right down to the wire. What is shit looking like mm-hmm, right before November? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say from today what that's going to look like. Yeah. Because so. I think if they, let's say the malaria drug, like if they could get it under control, they could turn this around. Yeah. Like, listen, but the thing is, like I said, China took three months. Okay. They took three months and now they'll be on the uptick. Right. Yeah. So we'll see how long it, like I said, it's just a culture here. Are we going to do it? Um, I, I just, it's just, everybody's being really selfish right now. If they can't sit their ass at home for two weeks, I don't see what's so difficult about that. Well, listen, girl, everybody doesn't have peace at home. That's true. That's true. They got kids at home. True. Kids, bad spouses, abusive relationships, you know, domestic abuse. You're living a bunch of people. Like, we have to recognize our privilege, too. We live alone. Oh. People don't have that. Ooh, single people privilege. I like that. Single people privilege. Yeah. Single people, but also people who live alone, right? You're not living yeah. with a bunch of roommates, irritating you with their nasty habits. That's true. It's, um... Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's 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 different. So, um, you know, some people might have been crashing. They didn't really have a real home. They were crashing on someone's couch. You know, it's 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 different being in confined quarters for long periods of time. That's like like I said, this shit don't bother me. I'm like, so my no, I'm like, it's long as long as my direct deposit keeps direct depositing, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I knock on wood. I still have a shitload of work. I'm still busy as crazy as fuck. Um, it doesn't feel much different for me, like personally. Um, I, I mean, I know some of my coworkers are like, oh, I can't wait to go to work. And, to, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, time out. Does she have kids? Um, some of them have kids that's no home. Some of them don't. No, hmm. it's a mix. Well, some who don't. said who said they can't wait to go back to work? Several of them. Hmm. They want to be in the office. They want to see each other. And well, you know what? We do have. We do because that's a scary thing about retiring, or why some people go into depression when they retire because they don't have that human connection. Well, look, I don't. I can't relate. <laughs> no, I. Well, that's why. I'm, I'm smart because I, I. I really don't like that many people at work. I so, don't. So I I'm can't like, relate. Me and my sister said this, and um. Because our dad's like, uh, he's like very introverted. So I think, and my parents are kind of homebodies. So I grew up with people who were not like, go, 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 go. And as an adult, you're 20s, you go out all the time, stuff like that. But in your 30s, you kind of calm down. And like, I'm very comfortable with being in my own space and and spending time with myself. Yeah. Oh, you know what the problem is? We like ourselves. That's the problem, girl. Because that's probably why we don't have no man. Seriously, because there there are girls who you know I work with who are single or yeah. home or um or not even people who are married and they're they're dying they can't wait to go to work and I'm like yeah why because there was well you I don't want to get into the details but you know there was like a little bit of a mix up where it seemed like we were going to have to go into the office tomorrow mm-hmm. and people were and I was like wait what well I'm not going and, and what and people were like yeah. I was like y'all are crazy and what is wrong with you why are y'all dying to go to the fucking office yeah like I don't understand like I don't what the fuck is wrong with you yeah. I don't understand and um people uh you know some people thrive off of that they thrive off. I was like first of all I work in a place that has an open layout there's like no we're on yeah. top of each other I no there's like nothing that makes me want to go in there 
and they're dying. They no, I don't. I don't understand. They need hobbies. Then they well, you can't go hobbies. out and do the hobbies. They need a Netflix account. They have it. It's not good enough. They they don't like being by themselves at oh, home. Oh well, you know what? That's the problem because I feel like I work with a lot of insecure people, and obviously they need to feed off of other people's energy to feel better about themselves. And I'm just like. Eh. To me, it's like we have FaceTime, we have internet. This is not like 1950 doing this. Maybe they don't have any friends. They have friends. Are you sure? I, yes, I am. I'm sure. They How have do you know? friends. An Instagram friend doesn't count. No, real friends. I know they have friends. They do. They do have real friends. Because I know, I feel like once this happened, I started checking in with my friends more often. Right. So. I, I just don't see why they why why are they not filling the void with that? They something about I guess seeing people in the office of the because I'm at work I'm like yo I need to focus and y'all need to leave me alone okay but I do know like you know and it's it's a different approach a lot of times they're like oh coming by shooting the shit I usually I'm like I have a crazy oh, calendar see I'm, I'm packed like that too but people want to have water cooler chat they want to do you know that they oh, feed off yeah. of that. I don't give That's a fuck. That's true. That's true. Because I, I can't tell you how many conversations I hear about like, oh my God, how was your date last night? I'm like, girl, it's not going to work out. Why are you telling these people about your date? <laughs> well, that's what they want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, because they're like, yeah, I see it now. But they need more friends. No, it's not a friends thing. It's um, maybe it's a cultural thing. Because I'm, like, I'm one of those, like, I keep my business to myself. If you ask me something, you might, I'm like, I'm not going to give you the full truth. Like nobody needs to know I'm going out on a date after work or really what I did over the weekend. Like, I don't really care to share with you because I don't really like you. <laughs> you keep it all the way real here. Yeah, I keep um, it all the way real. Like, I don't I care if you're pregnant. Your child is going to be an evil spawn. I know, but um, no, I mean, somewhat cultural, but I know black people who, a couple who want to go, not a lot, but a couple, and who also want to go so they can also stunt in their outfits. Girl, it's it's just like a lot. It's a lot of different reasons. It's true. I mean, you got to, look, you got to play the politics game, right? Yeah. So you have to care a little bit that somebody might be carrying a boy or a girl. I mean, I'll eat that cupcake with purple frosting or blue frosting on it. I will. But at the end of the day, I really don't give a damn about you. I know, but it's, listen, okay, <laughs> listen, I feel you, I feel you, but um, I'm telling you, people are going through it like they're missing each other. And I'm like, no, I'm actually really good. Well, <laughs> like, know, I'm, actually, I'm like really good. One, one girl, she was, one time at work, she was complaining because this group of people at a meeting didn't offer her coffee. And I said, why do you want coffee from these people anyway? You don't like them. Why do you need to be validated by them? Yeah, there's a there's a level of validation and yeah. um, comfort people but get. Like, I, I told her, I said, these people are never going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> they're not Gandhi. They're not Obama. They're nothing. Why do you care? Because, well, it's, it's the side. It's what people tell you to do. You know what I mean? So well, you know what our problem is? We don't give two flying fucks. I know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So... Um, that might not be good for my career because I know I need to lick a little bit more ass, but I can't do it. I, know, girl. I don't toss salad. I know, girl. This is a this is a hard part. <laughs> this is the hard part. It's hard. This is the hard part. Um, 
Look, I could get used to working at home. I'm not gonna lie. Like if I was like a writer and I could just like sit and write a novel all day and talk to my friends and maybe do a little brunch on the weekend, I'd be good. I have no problems working. Listen, I my dream, and I have to be honest, and my dream for like ten years has been to figure out how to work from home full time. <laughs> that has been my dream for a decade. How can well, I work you know from what? home it's full time? time? You know how we talk. This is the time to be innovative. There you go. Yeah, that's work always been my dream, and I'm like, you know, and if I can work a place where I like very rarely have to go to the office, I could just be working from the beach in Belize. Like I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't need to see y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see y'all. But see, my that's problem how is I, I feel. Work with a physical product. So yeah, yeah, that's my problem. So I eventually have to go back. Correct. Um, but that that's that's literally been my dream for a decade. Mm-hmm. How can I work from home full time? <laughs> that's what I want to be able to do. Um, shit, maybe I need to be a YouTuber. I just want to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have. I don't need that. Um interaction like that you know I don't yeah I I don't like I don't care for these people I I don't need to know people who reference South America as a country like I just don't need to talk to these sort of people yeah I mean listen I'll do it when we're there but I'm I'm definitely not missing it or feel like oh my god like no I'm like okay well how much longer y'all gonna take because I'm gonna be home on quarantine yeah I don't care if you watch the bachelorette or the bachelor on abc i don't watch abc shows so i don't care it's um look i and i get it people are like these bitter bitches like no it's just (laughs) i think it's just a different personality profile um i don't have any problems with it you know working from home at all and also again because i don't have children crying around me that's true that's true you know i don't have an an annoying spouse an escape yeah, it is. Some of it's an some of it's an escape. Yeah, but like, I'm good money. So it, it, that's the thing, the conundrum of working from home. That you know, it's not for everyone. I get it. Some people are, you know, miserable doing it, and yeah, then some people then- are lazy doing it too. But you know, look, I'm super diligent. So look, I bust my ass working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm cool. Like I'm like, and I'm done. I like to be able to just be done. I'm home. I don't have to worry about a commute home and yeah, yeah. like well, it's you, just cool. like I'm done. Back on your life. Yeah, like it's done, and then I can just like do what I want, and I, I love it. Like ooh, I can be done, and I don't have to worry about a commute, and I can just. It, to me, is a more productive working from home personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's that, but I know that's not for everyone. That's not everyone's type of work. Well, you and... know, and some people just like to have a place to dress up and go to. I agree. But I see, agree. since I don't buy clothes, <laughs> it's bother me. I think it's like, look, I if I had to choose my opportunity to dress up and go to go to work or dress up to go out and see my friends, I'm cool with, like, the one that's important to me is the friend part and mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm. Um, the dressing up and go to work is just like, okay, by default, because I have to do it. Right. Because, see, I don't really have to do it. But I know since I live work in fashion, you're supposed to dress, dress trendy. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not spending my dollars on that. No, no. Yeah, I just, I don't care. So, I'm just like, I just well, I'm don't. just like, I'm just like, I'm not going to know these people when I retire. So, I really don't have to impress, you know, make any impression. Like, I'm not going to know you when I retire. So well, I'm, I'm really okay, look, to play devil's advocate. Let okay. me play devil's advocate here. Um, to play the game mm. at work, you do need to have coffee and schmooze and be in people's faces and have visibility. Yes, you do. Agreed. That is actually how it, it, it works, right? Yeah. Um, and so if you're the type who does that all the time and now you're at home, you probably feel some type of way. 
Oh, a um, little insecure. Yeah, you're feeling some type of way because yeah. it's like, oh my god, I I can't schmooze and <laughs> kiki kiki fake laugh with yeah, somebody's yeah, water cooler yeah. or whatever. Make your moves because it's it's required. Doesn't matter what industry you're in. Totally get it. Well, now you kind of see who's needed because some people I work with they really aren't needed. Well, that's the other. Story. Well, that is not about being needed, right? And yeah. and it's not. So when you're doing all that schmoozing and stuff like that to advance your career and your status, it's true because it's really not about. It's not a meritocracy. Right. Mm-hmm. So people is based on who likes you and it's a high school game. So right. it's easier to play the high school game when you're in person as opposed to remotely. Yes. Totally being charismatic. Um, just to, yeah, just to be in the right place and kiss ass and do shit at the right time. Um, that's what they need. Right. I, it's, it's a little bit more challenging at home because if you're working from home, it becomes more of a productivity play. Mm-hmm. as opposed to like schmoozing play right because right. you can do right. it and listen i'm not saying people can't do it you can still set up time and say hey let's have a quick little chat and you do right. a little you know zoom call or not and you can still do it in video chat if you want but um it's not the same as people who can do it more frequently or you know you, you walk past someone's office or you pop yeah. in you know i mean it's different you'd have to be kind of scheduling it it's a it's, it's a different dynamic that right. happens right so I, listen, I'm aware of it. You know, sometimes I have to do it, blah, blah, blah. I'm in a point where I have a lot of shit I have to try to get over through from a productivity piece mm-hmm. where I, where working from home is very helpful for me to do that. Okay. Um, and then honestly, the only times as far as I'm concerned, I would need to go to work is to schmooze. It's like, hey, okay, right. I need to see this couple right. of people, blah, blah, blah. But I don't really need to be right. there unless I'm doing that because it's required for the game. But I would challenge people. Um, and then, you know, going forward, like, it could be an equalizer to an extent yeah, yeah. working from home because it's less of the arbitrary bullshit. Oh, I like it. Oh, this guy's good looking and we have yeah. coffee and he, and he smiles and winks at me and bullshit. You know what I mean? It comes down to, like, what are you producing? Right. What are you delivering? Yeah, let's get to the meat. But that's not how business is run in America. Right. No, of course not. But, again, I think this is kind of like pulling back the blanket on who does what and who does this I in every aspect of our lives. I agree. I agree. So, so I ain't mad at Corona. I'm just mad at my 401k. I'm this, I, I won't, I, I refuse to look. I refuse to look. So, um, I mean, I, I mean, I look, but I'm not like, Oh my God. Ah. Um, I don't want to have a reaction. So I'm just like, just let it, cause I know it's going to not be cute. So I'm just going to let it ride. And yeah, I'm just gonna let it ride, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know, for everyone who's at home with their families and stuff, because we're we're close to an hour on this. Mm. What what kind of advice would you give people? Um, to go for walks. True. Well, you know, I think I think we need to pr- prioritize what's important to people. Like this is the time where you should see what's important to people. And I feel like during this time, I've realize like connecting with friends mm-hmm. and just making sure they're okay and just connecting with my family more and making sure they're okay. Yeah. No, I think um I would say look, stay strong people with your children who are annoying you at home. It is still a good exercise for you to be in these confines with each other. We don't always get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you're actually spending with people at work and not with your family. Yeah. So you should see it as a blessing. Yeah. I would say for those of you who 
are home and not doing any work because I guess you can't do your work from home. Shout out to you because shit, yeah. I'm fucking working like a Hebrew slave. So <laughs> I, you guys are, you know, people having all this time being bored at home. I don't even know what the fuck but that's this about. Is an opportunity to be more creative. Like you, can yeah, journal, you guys are like you're you can, bored. Really? Yeah. You could read a book. Like you could be so creative right now if you wanted to be. Like, if you're bored, shout out to you. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know how you're bored right now, but okay. Um, and then, you know, shout out to the people who do have to hold it down, like the people working in the grocery stores, yeah. uh, Amazon delivery people, you know, people the, in the bank. The mailman. The mailman. Yeah, all that. Like, shout out to you. And, of course, the medical people who are on the, the front lines. Are we, I would, I like to call the essentials. Yeah. You know, shout out to you for actually being there on the front lines in the face of this crisis. And I know it's hard and I'm trying to actually get my cousin who's a nurse um, in the area to record as well mm. um, to talk about her experience with this. Cause she is on the front lines oh my uh, goodness. T- treating people with Corona and she wants to come over and record. I was like, homegirl, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's Well, now girl. you found the way to do it without all that. Yeah. So because it's yeah. like clearly longer than it's going to be, uh, like, okay, again, try to find some innovation. Yeah. This is the time to be creative and just reflect on what's actually important. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to keep trying to record this little podcast during the, the storm here. Actually, girl, okay. I feel like we need to stop this episode and start a new one because outside of Corona, there's shit that we said we were going to talk about. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Okay, girl. So we talked, you know, the hell out of Corona today. Yes, we did. Um, so, and I know everyone's probably tired of talking about Corona, but it's around us. We're talking about the realness though. Yeah. Like it's we're keeping it real. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. And it, until it's like a, a distant memory, it's going to be at the forefront because it's changing a lot of everyone's lives right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been episode 39 of Gab with Gwen. I don't know the title. I'll have to listen through it and figure it out. Yes. But thank you, Miss Lim, for blessing us with your presence. Always, always. And uh, till next time, peace. Peace. If we're not dead, bye. Shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> okay.